Hey, welcome to our Dead Talk, the place where we discuss all shows and comics within the Walking Dead universe. I'm Colleen. And I'm Jeremy. Today's podcast, we're discussing The Walking Dead Season 11, Episode 4, titled Rendition. It aired on September 12th, 2021. The plot for today's episode is that Daryl and Dog get captured by the Reapers. They're then taken to the Meridian and reconnect with a familiar figure from their past. Before we start, we want to give a big spoiler warning. We'll be talking about the entire episode during this podcast, so obviously there will be spoilers for you if you haven't watched the episode yet. You've been warned. So I just want to start off. I like, I love stories that branch off from a singular point. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily li- not, not necessarily linear, but you get to see the same instant in different points, like from different, yeah, different points, points of, view. of view. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. this episode's pretty much about Daryl's point of view yeah. with the Reapers attacking in the woods. Yeah, it was it was intense. I mean, we already saw what happened with the Reapers and attacking Maggie's group. Mm-hmm. Well, and Daryl was obviously there too. Yeah, but then as, I mean, if you watch the episode, you would see that Daryl kind of was like, he was just gone. He yeah. kind of ran off and we were like, where the hell did Daryl go? Yeah. Then he like whistled for dog. But yeah, then we were kind of like, where the hell did Daryl go? So it was nice to see that they had an episode specifically dedicated to Daryl's point of view of what happened. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like how tactical it started going into. It reminded me a lot of, like, a Metal Gear Solid game. Oh, okay. They still love playing. Because, uh, Daryl, I love Daryl. Yeah. And how sly our characters are. Mm-hmm. They're they're very good at creeping around and getting around in different areas. Even against these, well, we'll find out their background. Yeah. The, the Reaper's background. Yeah. But I like how Daryl is able to uh, distract one of the Reapers mm-hmm. using... Some junk that's laying around. Yeah. Well, that was after the woods. That was when he left the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're starting off with Daryl in the woods. Mm -hmm. And then all that shit's going down with the Reapers. And then Daryl seems to take off. And then he whistles for Dog. And Dog kind of, I guess Daryl sends Dog after a Reaper. And then that's the scene that you're talking about with uh, they're creeping alongside of a brick building. Yeah. And then Daryl throws something to distract one of the Reapers. And then they're able to squeak by. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was very nice. Yes. (laughs) No, it was cool. I actually have that, too. I thought that was pretty sweet. Yeah, and then he and Dog continue on. Then a Reaper shows up in the woods again after he distracted that one. I don't know if it was the same Reaper or a different Reaper that happened to be walking around there. It's hard to keep track of them. It is, yeah. And then Daryl throws his freaking crossbow at the Reaper. I I don't know if I noticed that. Yeah, I was like, why'd you do that? (laughs) Because, I mean, come on, it's Daryl and his crossbow. But, yeah, he threw the crossbow at the Reaper, and then you hear just Dog barking, and Daryl and the Reaper kind of hand-to-hand combat, and Daryl gets his knife out. And then I'm like, why the hell isn't Dog helping? Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely, yeah, I know. I, I'm like, Dog is barking and he's obviously upset yeah. that Daryl is fighting this guy. Yeah. But he's not helping. No, he's not trying to attack the Reaper. And it, it, it was crazy because in one of the previous episodes where they were down in the subway tunnels, Dog just attacked that walker like it was nothing. Yeah. So why did he not go after this Reaper? Yeah. come on dog but then dog finally does jump in i think daryl kind of gets thrown from the reaper like i remember him being away from the reaper and then i think dog got the reaper in the leg and then that reaper kind of overtook dog and then threw dog he yeeted him he did (laughs) (laughs) but no poor dog you can hear him whimper and then daryl yells no and then daryl took off in the woods no i mean obviously that that wasn't the way they were going to kill Dog. No, no. I mean, it was way too short. They're, if if they kill Dog, and I hope they don't. Yeah. But if they do, it's got to be like, I don't think you've ever seen Turner and Hooch. Uh, if I did, it was a very long time ago. Oof. It was, it was sad. Was it? it? Was very, yeah, it was, it was heartbreaking. Oh. I, no, yeah. I never saw it. Is, I yeah. think it's a Disney movie though, right? Mm, it's Tom Hanks. Oh, that might be why I never saw it, though, because I don't really like sad movies with animals. Yeah, it it's such a stop. good movie, though. If Dog Dies, We Riot. Yeah. <laughs> if you know that saying, then you are a Walking Dead fan, and you, and you have been for a while, because it kind of goes along with the, if Daryl dies, we riot. Yeah. I'm not... I like Dog. I do, too. I mean, I love animals yeah. in general, but I'm not as attached to Dog, I don't think. I like Dog. Yeah. But... It is, it kind of, it is what it is in this world. I, I was, I like Shiva. Shiva was Shiva badass. Was, she was so badass. Mm-hmm. I wonder how she would have been handling, like, the Whisperers. She would have been a help for that, I think. Yeah. Well, oh, they did have her for the Whisperer War of Parts, right? A little bit. I think in or the beginning. Or was that still with the Saviors? 
I don't remember. No, I think that was the Whispers. See, that'll be another thing, guys, that when Jeremy and I finally do our rewatch, although it'll be a while before we get to those seasons. No, maybe, no I think you're right. It, it might have been during the, uh, the Saviors. might have been. Hmm. If you know, feel free to leave a comment or leave us a message somehow. We're still trying to get everything figured out, so if you can contact us in any way, feel free to do so. And yeah, definitely. Yeah, it'd be cool to interact with some of you guys if we have any listeners as of yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not really... I mean, we are kind of paying attention to it a little bit, but yeah. more or less we're just doing this for fun. Yeah, yeah, we want to do it for fun, see where it takes us. and We hope we, you guys like listening to it. Yeah, because we do ramble sometimes. We try and keep it fairly organized, but we both just love The Walking Dead, and we just want to talk about it. And we've been talking about doing a podcast for a while, but then when we found out that this was going to be the final season, we were like, we may as well do a podcast for this now, and then we'll do a whole rewatch and do a yeah. podcast for every single episode. And that includes like fear the walking dead and world beyond. Mm-hmm. And then if they ever do make that Rick Grimes movie, we'll do who knows? I don't know how long of a podcast. I, we'll do for that. I've heard that they might not. Be what? Right. What do you mean? What do you mean? The, the other Jeremy at work. No. Yeah. So my name is Jeremy, but <laughs> I work with another Jeremy who's no. also a big fan. He said that he showed me <gasps> something about it. I don't remember him showing me anything, but I do remember him telling me oh. that he heard that it's not going to happen. That is the first I'm it hearing about It could that. be a complete lie. I don't know. Oh my gosh, that is the first I'm hearing so about So we're, we're going to look into that. Yes, we definitely will. All right, so after that little hand-to-hand combat and then dog getting yeeted, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Daryl took off in the woods. Then the next scene, it's daytime, and Daryl has a walker cut open on the ground and smearing guts on himself. Mm-hmm. That was pretty gnarly. I thought we were past that crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel like, I don't know, was that scene really necessary? Like, he didn't really walk into a lot of walkers at that point. I don't know. I mean, I guess just to kind of cover his bases to make sure that he didn't get attacked by any walkers. But I guess so, yeah. But it, it wasn't really, I guess it was just sort of to show that he's tactical too. Yeah, I mean, we already knew that, though. I, I know. I, I just... I mean, that's so gross. Like, I'd rather not get all that gunk on me if I don't have to, you know? And, uh, I just, <laughs> I didn't see the point in it, necessarily. Yeah, it. I, I would say that one didn't really add too much to the, to the plot. Yeah, I guess it was still, it was still cool, though, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess it just kind of shows him getting ready. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like, not really a montage, but just him... Getting ready for anything. Yeah, because then uh, after he smears all that stuff on, then we see another Reaper, and they're trying. It seems like they're trying to sneak up on Daryl, and they see Dog in the distance, and then Daryl's in a field, and then he hears Dog barking, so he runs towards Dog barking, and then he sees Dog sitting down next to a Reaper, and then Dog says, "Let him go." Then gets his knife out. I said, "Let him go." Let him go. <laughs> Reaper takes the mask off, and it's Leia. Yeah. It's the girl from the cabin, If for those of you that don't remember, or were like, who the hell is she? Why do I know her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Daryl is shooketh. <laughs> well, I have here, uh, dog is switched alliance, son of a bitch. Right? It seems a little bit like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, even Leia, like, says, funny, I always thought he liked you better. Mm-hmm. I still think he likes Daryl better. Well, I think, I think Daryl just stinks right now. <laughs> that's true. Because he's covered in zombie guts. That's true, that's true. There's, like, a bit of um, an exchange between Daryl and Leia that they never thought they would see each other, basically, again. Mm-hmm. I like um, I like that they played into, now that Daryl knows that's Leia, he played into the, uh, I'm a loner. Yeah. Like, I, I barely knew those people. Yeah. Like, he, he knows that she knows him. Mm-hmm. And he knows that he can kind of, he he knows what he's told her already in the past. Yeah. So he can kind of build upon that. Be like, no, no, I barely know these people, et cetera, et cetera. And hopefully he's, he knows he's having a hard time getting away from them because they're, they're kind of surrounding the area. The so, Reapers. Yeah, the Reapers. Yeah. So he's able to soften the blow mm-hmm. and get them to, instead of like, attack to kill yeah now they're like okay he might be all right yeah so that he he kind of bought himself some time but yeah that's a good way of putting it i like the exchange with him that even though daryl and leia have some history he wasn't automatically off the bat like yo you have to help me and that my people are here and he's playing it off like he's alone because 
she asks what he's doing out here and asks if he's alone. And I like that he's kind of like, not attitude, but kind of the rough or gruff Daryl that he is. Mm-hmm. He's like, see anybody with me? And yeah. then she said that she saw him on the road with the others and she's asking who they are. He seems to hesitate a little bit, so she pulls out a shotgun. Yeah. And he basically is like, I'm alone, like always. I think he's basically wanting to just kind of get out of the area. So he calls for Dog and Dog does not come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely seems to know that She's just not, she's not automatically on his side at no, this point. No, He sees that she's on their side, but he sees an opportunity to m- manipulate her to a yeah. certain degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like use their history mm-hmm. kind of against him, but she's probably going to do the same thing. Yeah. Use their history against him too. I do like that Daryl's basically like, look, I don't know who you're fighting, but I'm not a part of it. We're going. And then he, I think he tries to call for her. For dog again, and dog doesn't go. Mm-hmm. Then they get surrounded by re- uh, reapers again. And then the intro. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So after the intro, now Daryl's being dragged by some reapers, and he has a bag over his head. Is this the part where we see people hanging from uh, the ropes? It, I think, yeah, I think that might be one of the beginning scenes of him, him being dragged. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you want to give the little. Go ahead, you can give it. I don't remember. Oh, shut up. <laughs> All right, then I'll give it. Yeah. Um, so for those of you that watch The Talking Dead, we watched it that night, too, and apparently one of the bodies hanging upside down in that area was Agatha, Maggie's friend that just died in the woods, I think the previous episode, Hunted, mm-hmm. I think that episode. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty messed up. We, I, I couldn't make her out. Yeah. I really couldn't, but that's a cool little tidbit. I like knowing little things like that. So the thing with that is they would have had to find her Yeah. and then kill her. Well, I mean... She was already being, I guess they were already being chased by reapers, right, at that point? Uh, yeah, but don't forget, Agatha died because she was taken she was down built. by the walkers. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, so then she would have to have been put down, and yeah. they would have found her body. Like, why they even bother? Unless maybe they recognized her from the road. Maybe. And they wanted to use her as an example. But you know what, it's like, it was so dark that night. But, yeah. but... The Reapers have been kind of after Maggie and her people for a little while. So maybe they already had a run-in. So maybe they already recognized Agatha. So when they saw her out in the woods, whether it be as a walker or if she was just, if her body was just there. Yeah. uh, Like laying there. They may have recognized her and taken her. Yeah, it's possible. Next scene, Daryl's bound and hooded. He's dragged through the camp. And you can see him counting with his fingers. Yeah. And at first I was like, is he counting paces? But I think we find out a little bit later that he was counting the people that he yeah. saw. Because he could see just a little bit out of the mesh bag that yeah. he was being, you know, that he had, he had over his head. And then we find out that Leah is ex-military. Yeah. Which, I don't, did we know that before? We're, I we, don't we have remember. to rewatch. Yeah, we, we, we got to rewatch. Yeah. But you know, one of the things I want to say, say about when Daryl's being dragged through going to that building that they end up taking him to, that dog's just walking next to Leah. <laughs> just chill. Like, yeah. like nothing's going on, that Daryl's not all bound and has a thing on his head or anything. Don't you no think, loyalty. No. Uh, what the hell, dog? And then Daryl risked his ass to go after Dog down in the subway tunnel when Dog just took off. Yeah. So what the fuck, Dog? It's going to be a no from me, Dog. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we notice that Daryl seems to be counting. Then they put him in a chair, and we hear Pope in the doorway. But then he leaves. And what does he say? I think it's something like, I hope you're right about him. Or I don't like remember what he said at that point. I don't think he said too much at that point, but then they left. No. And then Leah's alone, and he, she walks towards Daryl, and she takes the bag off his head. She starts, yeah, she starts, it looks like she's going to show some tenderness and, like, you're filthy. And she starts, like, washing him up. Well, he, Daryl ends up saying, you know, I came back for you, and I looked everywhere for you. You're right. I'm so sorry that you ended up with these people. And then she goes into saying that these people are my family. They never stopped looking for me. When they found me, I came home. How about your family, Daryl, the ones you told me about? So she's still, she's trying to get some intel yeah. on the people that oh, he's yeah. with, even though he's he's holding it down pretty good. He basically was like, nah, my family picked the wrong fight with the wrong people a long time ago. It's like I told you, I'm alone. Now, one of my thoughts on this was, could he be referring to Rick dying with... Because we know he loved Rick. Yeah. And he was torn up about Rick, and he was searching for Rick for freaking forever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's when he found Leia. It is. Yeah, Yeah. it is. That is exactly when he found Leia. But I'm like, when he said that my family died a long time ago because they picked the wrong fight with the wrong people, because mm-hmm. that's technically what happened to Rick. Like, yeah. it was from the saviors. 
it wasn't technically the saviors. It was the whole horde of walkers on the bridge. But it was the cause of... Or the, the walkers were there because of the saviors. Right. Because every fucking which way you turned, the saviors were screwing over Rick and our people. Mm-hmm. Then that's when she says that he's filthy and she gets a bucket with water and wipes his neck and face. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, they just had that bucket of water sitting there ready to go and yeah. a rag, a clean rag, hopefully. Then she holds it over his mouth and nose from behind and... Knocks him out. Yup. Because yeah. then I was like, was that not water? But then I'm like, oh, she probably just kind of suffocated him yeah. enough that he got knocked out. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, it was. Dang, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so the next scene, they are waterboarding him. Yeah. You don't hear about that too often anymore. I mean, uh, that was a big thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think quite a few years ago, they were like, well, we're not sure if it's torture or not. Like oh, they, you mean in real life? In real life. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they were like, yeah. well, yeah, it's not really torture because they're not really drowning. <laughs> it's a wolf. They were like, That's, that was like a part of their argument. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're waterboarding him. And you know what? Leia doesn't really seem to be bothered much unless she's trying to hide it from her brothers. Mm-hmm. But because I could see, especially me speaking as a woman, you do in that kind of situation, you kind of can't show your womanness because they're always just gonna bust you and just be like oh you're just soft because you're a woman uh-huh. but it's like so i do see her possible point and needing to remain neutral and kind of remain hard about it but it just still pissed me off that she has a slight history with daryl and they could have been lovers that's what it seemed to be and she's just okay with him being waterboarded but then she does seem to soften i was gonna say i yeah. mean she she is the one that winds up telling him to stop yeah like that's enough yeah, and they're asking about the others. Are they still out there and are they close? And then they're asking if the woman, if that's their leader. And Daryl's basically like... Talking about Maggie. Yeah. Daryl's like, I'm not one of them. So then uh, Leia finally says enough. They keep going. So she said, I'll stop. And then I'll handle them. Has the guys put Daryl back up. I think that's when the guys leave, right? Or they might still be in there. But he's. she said to Daryl, I need you to cooperate. Yeah, they leave. Yeah. They leave and then it's just the, the two of them again. Yeah. I do love how loyal Daryl, how loyal Daryl is to our people. Oh, yeah. And he is a very tough egg to crack. And it could be because of his upbringing and he's yeah. gotten beaten as a child and leading up to the apocalypse, he did not have a great life. So he was kind of made I, for this world. I know we discussed this before a little bit. Yeah. I think throughout the whole season, well, not just the season, but throughout his entire character... He expresses over and over again how little concern he has for himself. Right. Mm-hmm. But how much he loves the others in his group. Yep. And there's a scene from Here's Negan that I want to talk about. Oh, but my I'm, God. Not, I'm not going to talk about that right now. I loved that but episode. Re- so referring much. to Daryl caring so much for the others, but not himself. Yeah. That Negan destroyed him oh, yeah. in that episode. Well, I think, but we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, we'll definitely go more in-depth than that when it pertains more. But we actually, we did discuss that in a podcast, in one of our previous podcasts. Did we? Mm-hmm. Oh, Briefly. Because okay. we got on a, uh, on a tangent about Glenn. Yeah. And we talked oh, about, yeah. well, you had mentioned how Negan hit it right where <sighs> it hurts. Love it. Yep. I love that dynamic there. That mm-hmm. was the perfect thing for... For Negan to do. Yeah, yeah, but man, Daryl is freaking tough. Like, he has gone through a lot of tortures. Not just with the Reapers, but obviously with the Saviors. Everybody knows with that one. Whew. Mm-hmm. Daryl. But he is loyal. Leia and Daryl are talking, and Daryl's still holding his front. He's holding his ground. And he's basically saying that he traded with our group, and that they gave me some food, I held some gear, I knew them less than a week. And yeah, I feel like she almost wants to believe him but she just doesn't either so she's like nope and then he's just like fine just go ahead and kill me i got nothing else to say yeah and then the next scene daryl being dragged to another holding cell and the reaper shoved him in there and i guess said to leia we never should have brought him back and then i know what i'm doing you keep mm. saying that <laughs> we'll see Whew. does he fall asleep at that point he wakes up he wakes up in the cell later yeah, the next scene is Daryl inside the cell, and he hears someone in a cell over, and then he tries to hide his face because the guy keeps calling his name. Yeah. And he's like, Daryl, is that you? Who was that, who was that from the group? He's, I, he's, he was one of Maggie's people, right? I think so. I couldn't really tell, and I, I thought he possibly died in the, in the woods when the Reapers attacked, 
but maybe he just got taken as a prisoner. Yeah. Was it the guy with the like the man bun and his hand was down around his thigh and he I got his fingers chopped off when I that thought pick? he got his throat slit. You might be right. So it might be a different guy. Yeah. So I don't know. God, do we deserve to have a podcast? I don't even know. <laughs> At this point. If you're listening, do we deserve to have a podcast? <laughs> don't answer that. <laughs> Unless you want to say yes. <laughs> So the guy calls Daryl's name, and Daryl, is that you? The others, are they okay? And then Daryl, is ha- he has to continue with his front, and I think yeah. it bothers him, and I'm thinking he's hoping it, that the guy's picking him, picking up what he's throwing he, down. He was laying it on pretty thick. Yeah. And I mean, realistically, I think if anybody else was listening to that conversation, they'd be like, he's really over, try, over-proving. Yeah. It's like, I barely know you. Yeah. You don't know me. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. You know, like, it was like... But it, it was great, though. Like, I, I think the guy in the other cell definitely picked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was he started playing along, too, which was good. Yeah, yeah, because Daryl is basically like, I don't know where your friends are, and I don't care. Uh, just because we shared a bag of grain together, I don't know what your beef is with these people. Got it? He's like, yeah, I got it. I and want then, a part of it. Yeah. Well, the guy's like, yeah, I got it. I was right about you. Should have let you starve, asshole. Yeah, that was <laughs> so good. So that was good, that... It doesn't seem like they knew each other. I mean, we know that they knew each other, but, you know. Then the Reapers come in, and they grab that guy that we're talking about, and he's telling the Reapers that he's not telling them those bastards a thing. It seems like they're working him over way harder than they're working Daryl over, which might also be because of Leia. She might be kind of getting them to, like, pull back a little bit on On Daryl. That's true. And part of me wonders, because you see Daryl, looking over as far as he could because the, the cell wall be in there. But he's watching them drag that guy out. Yeah. So he's probably like, I kind of feel bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then Leia comes in and she's basically telling Daryl that he has to stop being stubborn and tell her the truth. And then Daryl's basically continues to lie and says, I never lied to you and I'm not going to start <laughs> now. <laughs> he, yeah, he's, he's holding it up really well. He is. And he's basically telling her, like, if he knew anything, he would tell her yeah. that he doesn't want anything to do with this whole situation and just give me dog and we'll be off and you'll never see me again. And I don't know. I'm, I'm Part of me is wondering, does she want to continue to see him then? Does she want to just let him go? Yeah. Because the odds of finding people in this world again are pretty slim. It is. Yeah, this is definitely not the way you want to come across. No. An old flame. No, definitely a really bad reunited yeah. scenario. Now they're taking that guy back in, that other cellmate that was trying to talk to Daryl, and he looks like he got really beat up. Yeah, they're they're roughing him up oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah. It seems like a lot more than Daryl, at least. Definitely, and he looks like he's even passed out, possibly. And then the Reaper tells Leia that they found Bossy and Turner. Yeah. And then the next scene, Leia and the Reaper are walking away, and you can hear screaming in the distance. And they meet up with some other Reapers. And then you can hear the one saying, I tried and I couldn't save him. Then I think it was Pope that said, it's all right, son. You did the right thing. You brought yeah. him home. I'm pretty yeah, sure Pope. that was Pope. Okay. Yep. Yeah, th- that was, this was a good scene. Like that whole it scene was. coming up. And we, we yeah. find out the two names, Bossy and Turner. Mm-hmm. And Turner has died. Yeah, you see the dead body laying there and they're praying over him. Yeah, we find out that Bossy is the guy, the soldier that brought Turner back. Mm-hmm. And should I discuss this now about how who who they were? Maybe at the fire scene. At but the I fire mean, scene. if if people have listened are listening to this podcast, they've already watched the episode. But we'll talk about the thing that Jeremy thought of at the fire scene towards the end of this okay. episode. Yeah, so I'll, yeah. we'll hold off. On yeah, that. but one of the things that I want to say it was this actor. I don't know his name. I'm kind of bad with actors' names oh, and stuff. But I thought I had it written down, but I don't. Yeah, <laughs> but. He's really cool. I hope that he's going to be on The Talking Dead at one point. But he looks pissed when he enters. And I kind of wrote down one of the quotes that he says. He's basically like, God is here and he's angry. I'm angry. Do you feel that? We'll make the feel, or we'll make them feel our wrath. Yeah. Sheesh. Well, yeah, it was definitely like, he comes out of the shadows. Yep. And then he says, God is here. Yeah. And he's angry. And then it's like, I'm angry. Yeah. Like, he, he does he think he's God? That's what it sounds like to me. Does he think he's God? Mm-hmm, that's what it sounds like. Like, it sounds like he's referring to himself as God. Like, he almost hesitates, like, God's here. Yeah. And he's angry. Yeah. I'm angry. Yep. I don't know. It was definitely a, a very intense 
uh, line, yeah. intense scene. I definitely felt that Pope feels like he's almost God. That's yeah. what I thought. And then one of the scenes after Pope says that, Leah looks at Pope and then she wipes off the tears from her face because she's crying over her brother dying. Turner. Yeah. And I was thinking, I'm like, what does her face mean? Is she scared of Pope? Does she agree with Pope? Yeah. Like that they're going to feel their wrath because later on in the episode she talks about how this is, it's been quite a while since she's lost someone in this world that's meant something to her. Yeah. Other than Daryl. Other than Daryl. That's yeah. true. She felt that she lost Daryl. That's she, true. And she admits that she loved him. Yeah. But more I mean, or less. You know, she didn't say she loved him, but more or less. More or less, yeah. Well, my thought with that too is she may have lost him, but I wonder, did she think that he died though? Or that he was still somewhere in the world living? Because it's a different kind of feeling when you think the person's alive or dead. Oh, yeah. We looked that up real quick. Pope is played by an actor named Richie Coster. I'm not super familiar with a lot of his work, though. But no, I don't know anything I'm, as of yet. We're going to have to look up some of his stuff mm-hmm. because uh, so far he's an, an intense actor. Oh, God, yeah. And uh, A lot of the villains are played by really great... British. <laughs> That's true. I use another They're Brit. all British. You know what, though? I I don't think there has been one bad actor or actress on this entire series. There no. may be characters that piss us off. On, on some of the, oh, uh, on the, the side. Spin- yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the sister shows. What, what am I the thinking spin-offs? Of? The spin-offs. That's Thank the word you. you're looking for? That, is the, that was the <laughs> word I was looking for. Um, yeah, there were, diff- there, there were some actors that... Uh, Definitely Oof. rubbed us the wrong way in some of those. And we'll we'll talk about those a little bit more. Yeah. But. Yeah. Once we... Because we're going to have episodes for each show and each episode. So we'll have episodes for Fear the Walking Dead, which their new season will be premiering soon. So Jeremy and I will have new podcasts for each new episode of that. And same with World Beyond. We didn't care for Fear when it first came out. There was a lot that bugged us about it. But mm-hmm. it has gotten really good. But then World Beyond, eh. Yeah. And there's... There's only going to be two seasons of that. Yeah. And the first one was not that great for, in our opinion. Yeah, in our opinion. They're, I mean, that's great if you like them a lot. That's great. And some of the actors and actresses were good. Yeah. But there's one character in particular that instantly just, she bugs the ever shit out of me. And I will tell you guys about that later. <laughs> but we're not there yet. You were cursing a lot more in this podcast Aren't than I usual. Though? I know. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Explicit content. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So after that scene with Pope. Uh, the next scene, let's see. Yeah, the next scene is that Daryl looks like he's trying to get the ropes off of his hands when he's still in the jail cell. Mm-hmm. And then Leia enters the room and she stares at him in silence and then she sits down outside the cell and she kind of seems like defeated. And he's basically like, what happened? Yeah. And then she goes in to tell him that one of her brothers is dead. His name is Michael Turner. And they fought all over the world together. And then Pope brought them in together. Leia's basically going on saying about how they were basically... They, they fought all over the world. Yeah, they fought all over the world together. They're very similar, that he didn't have a family, and it, he was basically the little brother that she always wanted. And now he's dead, and that they lost a lot of people, Then it's been hard, but not like this. And like Jeremy and I said a couple beats ago, we talked about how this was the first person that she's lost in a while that was this close to her, except yeah. for maybe Daryl, she yep. said. And then he basically was like, you didn't lose me. I came back and you were gone. And then she looks at him, you left me. I asked what you wanted and you left. And then he got scared and she said, of what? And he said, of letting go. What do you think that that means? The letting go. Letting go. Letting go of Rick. That's exactly what that's, I always, yeah. always go back That's exactly what I always go back to. Yeah. We didn't discuss this before no. either, too. I, I think that's just what we both, like, I think that's what both our minds went to instantly yeah. is, you know, he didn't want to let go of Daryl yet. Or Rick. Or Rick. <laughs> Daryl didn't want to let go of Daryl. <laughs> Daryl. But uh, there was, a, I don't want to say a bromance, but they, they, oh, for sure. they were definitely tight. Definitely. Yeah, they were brothers. And we've discussed this in the podcast. I feel like I remember this, that we feel as though Daryl and Rick were closer brothers than Daryl and Merle were. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, yeah, and Daryl was definitely more broken up about Rick being gone than Merle. Yeah. But it also I mean, could have been the, it was, he saw for sure that Merle was gone because yeah. he was a walker. Yeah. Yeah, I think that also played a big part in it. Like, Daryl was, you know, definitely break, broken up that Merle was gone and yeah. dead. Yeah. Because they, I think they did have a few good moments towards the end. But 
when Rick disappeared. Yeah. They never found a body. No. And there were a lot of questions that were kind of left unanswered. And, yeah, I think he really struggled with that. Yeah. One of the things I wanted to discuss with you is about their conversation between the Leia and Daryl situation. And that she's basically saying that it doesn't matter. We wouldn't have worked out anyway. And then we wouldn't have been happy together, not in a world like this. And then Daryl's saying, like, is that you talking or is that your family? What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think that she's saying that now that she's with her group, it wouldn't work out. Because she's so loyal to the group that she's with right now, the Reapers. Yeah. But I think that, I think they could have been fine together. I think so. I think, I mean, if, if Daryl could have talked her into going back with his group, yeah, I think they totally could have been happy. Now, what would have happened, because they did apparently have history, like, Leia had history with the Reapers before Daryl even met her at that, in the cabin and stuff. So Yeah, she said that they never stopped looking for her. Yeah, supposedly. supposedly. I don't know how that... Yeah. Like, yeah. How, how would they... Like, did they know that she survived after the... Um, the fall. The fall. They call it. Yeah. Well, because then later on in this episode, Pope does go on to talk about the fall, and that was like a war they had never seen before and all that. So were they all fighting together, Leah included, or Leia included? Were they fighting then, oh. and then were they together up until that cabin episode, or however long she was hiding out in the cabin? Yeah. But my my thought is, if Daryl and Leia went together and they left the cabin and they went back to the community that that Daryl's part of, what if the Reapers came back, and then would she have just automatically flipped and been like, nope, screw you, Daryl, and right. back to the Reapers? If she's that, or would she have st- you know stood by him? Mm-hmm. That's what you're asking. Yeah, kind of. I wonder I how know. that. I wonder how that would have played out. I feel like at that point she would have stood by him because I think they were, they were in love at that point. That's true. I wonder what Carol would have thought. Ooh. She might have been a little jealous. <sighs> Maybe I don't know what their their dynamic was. I know. See, they to me there were times I thought they were going to be a romantic thing, but then I was like, nah, they seem more like brother and sister because they had a very similar yeah. bringing up and well, not bringing up, but a, a kind of an abusive history. In there that's, before the apocalypse. That's true. They were, um, they're both definitely wounded. They both definitely had traumatic past. Yeah. But, man, especially early on, like in, in the second season, mm-hmm. uh, when Daryl's looking for Sophia. <laughs> so when he's looking for Sophia. Yeah. He brought the uh, Cherokee Rose, the Cherokee Rose to, to Carol. I almost said Cheryl. <laughs> to Carol. Um, no, but it, they were so sweet together. They were. And, like, I really, I was kind of rooting for them, because... Sorry, you're making me giggle. Good. <laughs> so, basically, it seems like Leia is... Leia, Leia, I'm sorry if I'm pissing you off by... Or pissing the viewer or listeners off by how I'm pronouncing her name. But I wonder if... Leia is definitely trying to protect Daryl, because she's kind of giving him a heads up, like, dude, you need to tell me something, anything, because he's angry about Turner, and he wants someone to pay. Yeah. So that's when Daryl says that there's a woman and she's the leader, but they were speaking in code because I'm an outsider. Oh, I love this part. There's a tall, skinny guy. Never shuts up. <laughs> <laughs> we all know he's talking about Negan. Yeah. And a priest, who's, priest who carries a shotgun. And then that's their leadership. Yeah, but they have numbers. One of the soldiers slipped up and then Daryl was going to meet up with a few other people. Wait, Daryl was going to meet up with a few other people? I don't know. My nose got kaflui here with my autocorrect. Oh, that's right. It's, I, I like that description, though. Just like... There's a priest with a shotgun. Yeah. That's just a badass yeah, description is. of anything. Freaking Gabriel. Priest with a shotgun. I can't wait. I know Jeremy and I keep saying that we can't wait to do the rewatch and the podcast for that, but I can't wait to really revisit Gabe's growth. Yeah. Because he was an asshole when we first met him. Oh, yeah. He was so, like, backwards. Floppy, wishwashy, however yeah. you want to say it. Weak. He, yeah. he was a, he was a weak character. Yeah, in the he beginning. he even he was up on that rock and wasn't he crying when our group found him? Yeah, he was being. There were some walkers after him. Yep. Right. Yep. And he was freaking out. Yep. So okay, so going back to the Leia and Daryl talking situation, then the guy starts coughing. the The prisoner, another prisoner, starts coughing. I got so nervous because I thought the guy was gonna fight with Daryl like verbally, and then oh man. I was just hoping that he wasn't going to kind of give Daryl away with anything because now the guy just got more crap beaten out of him. Yeah. And we don't, I don't even really recognize this guy. I know he's part of our group. Yeah. But I don't know where his loyalty 
is, he might just be like, screw it, I'm done. I can't yeah, take if, anymore. If he's from Maggie's group, he doesn't really know Daryl that much. No, he doesn't. At this point. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows that he's part of the group, but he doesn't really know Daryl like we, you know, everybody else knows Daryl. We all know Daryl is hardcore yeah. about our group. Yeah. The, the main, the good group, but... You know, this guy might not. Well, it's like uh, a couple seasons ago, there was that meme going around. It was with the governor, so that was quite a while ago. It was like, yeah, well, I have a tank. Yeah, well, we have a Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> so then Daryl ends up asking Leia, when do I get to meet him, this Pope guy? And then she just says, soon. 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 The next scene is Pope sharpening a knife. They always got to have somebody sharpening a knife. Yeah. Like, that's the quintessential badass scene like somebody's mm. sharpening a knife and he spits on it too oh yeah he does yeah. <laughs> I've done that yeah I sharpen knives so yeah, yeah. Get, getting ready for the apocalypse getting ready for the apocalypse and then Leia's basically telling Pope that he's right and he was a lot harder to break that there's a lot more out there than we thought about twice as many I think she said I think so yeah yeah I think he did mention that Maggie's group is a lot larger than their group what do you say that they only have like fifteen? Or that's so? what I think I heard. But that's crazy. If they only have fifteen people, and then two of them just died. Yeah. Well, one well, of them just died. You're right. One of them just died. Well, no, they had some people die out in the woods too, didn't they? They just maybe didn't bring them the back. Oh no! The only one that died that we know of is that Turner. Oh shit. Yep. Yep. Wow. He's the only one that uh, we know of that died. Yeah. And then Leia's basically saying to Pope that she thinks Daryl will be a good fit there and that they'll need the manpower. Yep. The, the This whole scene, too, I don't know if you want to get this far ahead of, you know, the story or whatever, but just how much Pope feels like a father figure. To her. In this. Yeah. 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 Leah. Is it Leah or Leah? I'm going to go with Leah. I know. I keep going so between I, the two. I'm I sorry. Like I feel like it's anyone. Leah. Yeah. Because I don't think, I think I would remember, like, Princess Leia. Yeah. But, yeah, Leah seriously trusts Pope, mm-hmm. or he's just really good at ma- manipulating people. Which is very true, too, which yeah. could very be, th- that could be a huge possibility. Yeah. it. I, I feel like that's more the truth, mm-hmm. is that Pope is super good at manipulating people and getting people to feel like they're special. Mm-hmm. Pope, you're, you're one of the chosen ones. Yep. You know, you're special, you're part of the family now. Yep. But he could turn on you in an instant. Oh, absolutely. And you'll see that at the, the fire towards the end of the episode <laughs> when they're eating food. Yeah. <laughs> but she kind of goes on to say to Pope that he's basically freezing her out because he's kind of ignoring her during this whole situation and he's just sharpening his knife. And then he starts just giving her sass about her old boyfriend when it's like, come on, dude, really? Yeah. And she looks kind of annoyed, too. He's basically saying, did you find what you're looking for? And then I told you he'd be useful, and I was right. Like us, pain and death doesn't scare him. He goes on to say, again, I see that I just see a guy that wants to get in your pants. Uh-huh. And then I never said he loved me. She said that at one point, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I don't know. So I wonder if she told them about Daryl before they actually met him tonight. I wonder if she told him about her interaction with him at the cabin. Oh. They definitely know now. Oh, they absolutely they history. know. Yeah, they definitely know now. Which is kind of surprising that they're even letting her go in and interrogate him at all. But that might explain uh, one of the upcoming scenes with the fire. Yeah. Not like not the bonfire, but the fire right. in the building. Yeah. So during that interaction between Pope and Leia, Pope ends up asking her that you could have ended him and you didn't. Why? And then she says, yeah, he meant something to me, but that ended when you found me and joined this family. I believe in you more than the others. So he's trying to butter her up a little oh, bit. Yeah. And then you think we could trust him? She says, yeah. Good. Now let's see for myself. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to get Daryl and Pope introduced. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> Poor Daryl. He wants to go through all this crap. Well, because he's such a strong character. He is. Yeah, I love how all the big players, all the big leaders are always trying to break Daryl down. Yeah. Because they're like... He's a valuable player. Yeah, they like see they, how... They want they to use is. him. Yep. They don't want to just kill him. Because he's super strong, and I think all of the, the villains have seen that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's always been very apparent to all of them, I think. So then the next scene is Daryl sitting on the chair again with two Reapers, giving him a hard time, busting him about his girlfriend, and then Leia comes in and kind of sets them straight. They just leave. The other two Reapers leave, and then it's just between Leia and Daryl in the room now. Yeah. 
it's funny, like, even though she's part of this group, there's just definitely been a lot of alone time between just the two of them. There have been, yeah. I wonder if they're, like, eavesdropping at all. If if any of the other Reapers are like, I don't trust this whole situation. And they're kind of listening in to see if... I don't if, blame them. I don't either. I don't either. I just, I wonder if they're thinking that Leia's kind of... Playing both sides. Yeah, or, a little or trying bit. to help Daryl out. Yeah. Which, kind of, yes, kind of no. Like, she winds up not really helping him. Like, she, I think she is more about this group. She but I is, think, yeah. I think that she would be hurt if they had to get rid of him. I agree. Like they had to kill him off. Yeah, I think she would struggle with that a lot. Oh, yeah. So with just Daryl and Leia being there, she tells Daryl that Pope's on his way, and Daryl asks if there's anything that he should know before she before he meets him. And she just says, follow my lead. But then you hear the door lock. Yeah. And then you hear liquid, and I'm like, oh, snap, what's yeah. going on? What's going on? She goes over to the door, she tries to open it, and it's locked. And then you can hear a bucket, like, hit the floor. Then you see a huge wet area on the ground where it's, like, seeping in underneath the door. Yeah. And then you hear a lighter, and it's like, yo. I, instantly, I was like, oh, my it's God. It's a small room. Yep. I'm, I'm sure you guys probably saw it, but it's a small room. Yeah. All wooden cabin filled with, I'm assuming, gasoline now. Mm-hmm. Which... What a waste of gasoline. Right, yeah, and such, like, when it's so hard to come by nowadays. Yeah. Dang. The whole place goes up in flames, and then Daryl instantly tries to break the boards on the walls and everything, and it's a really intense scene. Lots of fire, lots of smoke and coughing. And Leah was, I mean, I know there was a lot of smoke in there, but she seemed like, not to be harsh, but helpless, useless. She really was. At that point. Yeah. Like, she was just, like, on the floor. Yeah. And letting Daryl do, yeah, it, do everything. Yeah, she was on the floor just having a coughing fit. Which, I mean, I'm an asthmatic, so I get it. But dang, dude, can you help? Who knows? Maybe she is. Maybe she is, too. That's true. She very well could be. So Daryl's trying to break down all the all the boards and everything by himself. At one point, he finally breaks the glass. And then he grabs Leia, and he gets her out first. And then he, he jumps out after her. Kind of like they're on the ground for a couple seconds. And then he kind of leans over, and he starts hitting her legs, I guess, maybe trying to put some embers yeah. out that might be on her and stuff. Yeah. And then Leia looks up, and she sees the, all, all the Reapers standing there watching. And then she turns towards Daryl, and then rejoins the Reapers. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Did she Is know she... that was happening? I don't think so. I think, I, I think that was completely over her head and she might have once she saw the group there she must have realized it was a test i'd be pissed oh i'd be so mad <laughs> like well, test know, or not yeah. test or not and i mean maybe that's just how mercenaries razz each other like <laughs> like put them in a burning <laughs> burning shed today isn't that funny lock them in there with no way out yeah yeah i don't i don't get that though i it's obvious Pope has some screws loose, especially we kind of get the impression that Pope probably looks at Leia like a daughter almost. And Leia seems to look at Pope like a father figure, like Jeremy mentioned earlier. To throw your daughter in this room, even for a test, when you don't know if Daryl will pass this test. Right. So you're basically throwing your daughter in there thinking, eh, she might come out, she might not. Oh, well. Although that could have been the ultimate test because, I mean... Pope, if Pope genuinely trusts Leah, and Leah says, "Yeah, this guy is good." Yeah, yeah, maybe he does trust her. Maybe he really does trust that her understanding of Daryl's ability is accurate. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, Daryl could be capable of doing that. But one wrong thing in there, it doesn't mean that he's capable or not yeah. uh, not capable of doing something. One wrong thing, and he wouldn't be able to get something off. Yeah. To get them out of the wall or well, Pope, out of the window. Pope is a little nuts, though. Just a smidge. Just a smidge. So then, yeah, then Daryl stares at them, and I'm just like, oh, Daryl. <laughs> Poor Daryl. <laughs> what the hell, man? Yeah. Then the whole badass, the forged by fire, ordained by God, welcome him. Then they say something in Latin, which we'll have to look that up to see if we can figure it out. It sounds like it was Latin. I would assume it's Latin. All right, so it was bugging me because I, I wanted to find out what they said in Latin. Fortitudo salutis, which I'm probably murdering that translation, <laughs> which means strength of salvation. Fortitudos, or no, fortitudo salutis. Mm-hmm. Salutis. Salutis? Man, they don't even teach Latin in school anymore, I don't think. No. I don't think. We, 
they might have had Latin when I was in school, but I I didn't take it. Yeah, I didn't either. I wish I did, though. I think my grandparents, well, at least my grandma took it. My grandma took Latin. My sister may have taken Latin, too, but she went to a Catholic school. Yeah. I'll have to ask her. <laughs> then the next scene is between Pope and Daryl. I think they're inside at this point, and Pope's asking Daryl if he believes in God, and Daryl says, not anymore. Mm. I guess I believe in myself now. And Pope says that's a mistake. They're basically going back and forth kind of arguing why Daryl can't just be okay with not believing in God. And Pope's like, you're not him. And then Daryl's kind of like, well, I passed your little test. You think that's the end of it? Sheesh. But really, like, who's to say Daryl even wants to be in this group? So what does it matter if there's a test or not? So this, to me, sounds like it's another claimed situation. A little bit. Where Daryl did not want to be in that group, but he just had to do it to survive at that point. But I think right now Daryl's in this because he has no other choice, obviously. Like, he realizes these people are very deadly, really. Oh, yeah. And they won't care about killing him. Even even if Leia fights for him, they probably won't care. Yeah. And they'll probably go over her anyway. Yeah, they're, de- they're definitely hardened. I mean, we find out that they, they all fought in Afghanistan. Yeah, that was a really interesting story. I... I don't know how in depth I want to go into it because I kind of I when I take notes I try and write down almost what they're saying just so I can keep my my brain on track with where we're going in the episode. But it seemed pretty intense. Like they all seem to work together in Afghanistan, and he seems to almost hold a grudge against the military, not the military. Well, probably the military the too, but the government. Oh yeah. yeah. That the oh, poli- definitely. That's that's pretty apparent. Absolutely, that the politicians just basically see Pope and the others as just props for whatever they need them to do and that they're not the ones the politicians aren't the ones getting their hands dirty that it's pope and his brothers and sisters that are doing it and that they've seen a lot of bloodshed and a lot of horror Mm. and stuff now i was it to my understanding that pope and his group were hired by the government Mm -hmm. for a long period of time for from you know politicians to fight in afghanistan and and multiple um, unsavory dealings. Which goes back to Af- the Afghanistan war when I believe our U.S. military did use waterboarding oh, yeah. for torture. So that's probably where they came into play with that one. Yeah. But then it sounded like once the fall happened, the government, you know, the politicians still used the mercenaries. Or no, wait. Did, did they say that the politicians went after the mercenaries at that point? That's they, what it kind of sounded it sound like. like. It sounded like the government wanted to get rid of the mercenaries. Yeah, now. yeah. it seemed like the politicians ordered someone else, again, not them, they themselves, but they ordered someone else to basically drop bombs on Pope and his people yeah. to try, try and wipe them out. And I think at this point, they were kind of like not... It sounds like they didn't really believe in God at that point because they saw so much horror and all that and yeah. blood and gore. Well, they, he said that they saw God everywhere. That's you're right. You're right. They did say that they did see God yeah. everywhere, but that the day the the war ruined them. They couldn't sleep. They couldn't find jobs. That's when people called them mercenaries. They mm-hmm. did all the dirty work, but that no one else wants to do. But they got paid really well. They were never in a war like they were before the fall. That the the fall brought on a whole new type of hell for them, yeah. basically. Yeah, so then, yeah, sorry, I'm reading my notes here. That's right. Uh, all the things we do all day, we deal with death. And after a while, we started to feel like you, wondering where God was, till he showed his face again. Politicians had one more war to get behind, coming for us. And that's, yeah, that's when the bombs came, and they came quickly, it sounds like. And they didn't stop. Yeah, it's... I wonder why they came after the, uh, the mercenaries. I wonder if I it was because... Know. They were not strictly military. They maybe they didn't have an allegiance. Their their only mm. allegiance was towards money. That's you know for the most part. But I feel like at this point with the fall, humanity is going to crap at this point now. Oh yeah, the way they portray it. So unless it was crazy early on in the fall, but it didn't seem like that any military, like it didn't seem like any military had a grip on everything that was happening. It seemed like it went downhill real fast. Like yeah. that the the zombie apocalypse just took over and no matter what people tried, it just won. Yeah. So basically he's talking about how they lost some of their own. They had to save some of them and they found a church on the edge of town and they held up there and that everything around them burned and they looked at the people after the fire had gone and they couldn't believe that there wasn't a trace of blood or burn marks or scratches yeah. and that they felt like they were the chosen ones. 
So he kind of, Pope kind of feels like God chose Daryl tonight. And then you came out of that fire alive and whole. And then look at you yeah. now. Are you hurt? Do you have any scratches or burns? I've but then, been through worse. Exactly. I was going to say Daryl was like, dude, I've been through worse. <laughs> and then Pope asks if Daryl's hungry and he says, and he nods. So then this is where. The campfire sheesh, scene. Yeah, they're outside roasting some weenies. Yep. Yeah, this is when we find out uh, that Bossy, we finally see Bossy. Mm-hmm. And uh, they mentioned that Bossy walked 10 miles with Turner, the other, the dead reaper, on his back. Man, oh man. And he was grateful, grateful because that took a lot of strength yeah. to do that. I mean, really, physically, that took a lot of strength to carry ten, another person. 10, ten miles? miles? That's insane. I'm close to 200 pounds. Yeah. That would be hard. Yeah. With somebody on your back, 10 miles. Yeah, and if he was already injured, because that's the thing, too. Which one was the reaper that fell off that Maggie pushed over on the stairs? That was it. Any um, was it Bossy or Turner? Which one? Because oh, that, so had that no, that had to be Turner. It had to be Turner. Turner had the the skull mask. He's the one that got stopped, got stabbed in the face, and then hit in the head by Negan. Okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, and then Maggie threw that broken bottle in his yeah. face. Okay, so but yeah, so that was Turner. Mm-hmm. And then Bossy is the one that was fighting Alden, and then he gets stabbed in the back because Maggie throws a dagger. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so Turner is the one that's on Maggie. Bossy's the one that's on Alden. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, if we didn't give too much away already, obviously we, we found out, well, not that, not that we found out, but we realized that these two walk, or yeah, these two Reapers are the guys that were fighting Maggie and Negan mm-hmm. and Alden yep. in the previous episode. Yep. And I actually, I don't think I picked up on that. I think Jeremy's the one that was like, oh, that was the one because yeah. of... Oh, the the stab wound on mm-hmm, the back. The injuries. Yeah. And so this is where Pope gets pissed. And Pope, I mean, if you've watched the episode, you understand what happened. But Pope gets pissed because Pope is under the impression that Bossy ran from the fight. Mm-hmm. And he got thrown like he was injured in his back because he was running from the fight he's like where were you again yeah i was i was fighting with the rest of you just like i said yep and he was and he he was like yeah he was like were you facing the enemy he's like yeah because he was Uh he was facing the enemy and the enemy was to his back yeah 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 he was surrounded he was Mm -hmm. beating up alden at the time yep and then maggie stabbed him in the back with a a dagger yeah and then pope touches bossy's head and i'm like oh god that's creepy even before (laughs) even before like we had the rewatch i was just like like it sent chills on my spine because you don't trust villains like that yeah when they do that kind of stuff when they're being all buddy buddy yeah something bad's gonna happen yeah yeah. Like, I just want to know what happened, buddy. Come on. <laughs> Let me rub your head a little bit. Yeah. I know, like I said, I know I quote them a lot, and I kind of murder some of the things that they say, because I just try and write down a gist of what they're saying. But then Pope walks away from the Reaper and says that it takes divine strength to face your fear uh, head on, risk your life, and you risked your life tonight, Daryl, uh, to yeah. get Leah out first. And then one thing I forgot to tell you is you never turn your back on your brother. God doesn't only use fire as baptism. He also uses it as his wrath. Yeah. That was that was a good line. And that's when he grabs Bossy and throws him in the fire. Yeah. And then steps on him. Yes. Just he's to like push him in him. there. Yeah. yeah. Everyone is really shocked, I think. And Daryl's just like... Shooketh. He's very shooketh. He, <laughs> Daryl gets this look on his face sometimes where he's almost like creeped out slash disgusted slash oh Again. shit yeah like, <laughs> like oh man another one of these guys <laughs> yeah because negan threw one oh, that doctor burned. yeah he threw that doctor i think it was a doctor into yeah, that whole coal thing oh, but then right, but right, he right. he burnt uh i almost said austin emilio because that's his real name dwight he burnt dwight's face mm-hmm. uh half of it but if you're up to date you know that wow yeah. yeah, yeah. Pope needed to make an example for mm-hmm. Daryl, I think, too. Yep. He kind of had to show him, like, all right, we're letting you in, uh-huh. but this is what happens if you don't follow the rules. Yeah, and Pope's saying that we're the chosen cho- chosen ones. We run into the battles. We run into the fire. And he's looking at Daryl as he's saying this, I yeah. feel, anyway. He's like, always. Yeah. And then you see Daryl's watching Pope and Leia's watching Daryl, and then it's just like they catch eyes, and I think... I'm wondering what Leia's thinking if she's oh. even kind of taken aback by what just uh, happened. She might be. Because, I mean, she did say 
she did say that Bossy was well. I'm sorry, Turner mm-hmm. was like a little brother to her. Yep. I don't know how close she was to Bossy, but I'm sure she cared for Bossy at least to a certain degree. Yeah, especially seeing together. as how he tried to save Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, I and wonder then to if see Leia Pope. and Turner talk, or not Turner, because Turner was dead already. I wonder if uh, Leia and Bossy talked about the situation that happened. Yeah. yeah. But I you were uh, cut they you sh- off. They should have. I mean, if they had any time. I'm not sure what the time frame is between the trial by fire and by the time they... Well, no, they came back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But you were starting to say something about Pope and I cut you off. But it's crazy that nobody tried to even st- stand up to Pope at no, all. No, no. It seems like everyone's just kind of like... Either, okay, let him have his little hissy fit here, even though one of our other brothers is dying because of it. Or maybe they started thinking, like, oh, yeah, why were his injuries in his back? Did did he turn his back and try and run away from the battle and yeah. basically bail on Turner? When really, it wasn't that at all. It was that Bossy was already in a fight and that he got hit from behind. Which, how do you not even, like, realize that, too? Like, there's a lot of shit going on around everybody so it's not that like unfeasible for it to be you have injuries in the front and the back right so jeremy what do you think that the other reapers are thinking about what just happened with pope i know we kind of just said oh, like pope <laughs> <laughs> that's just pope <laughs> no but i know we just said He's a bit of a hard ass sometimes <laughs> somebody's having a case of the mondays yeah no but i know we just talked about how no one seemed to speak up and try and help bossy and no one tried to rip Pope off of him. I don't know. They're so... I can't imagine being in a group that's so dedicated to one person as unstable as that person might be. Yeah. And then also being in a group like that, that you can't voice your opinion at all without feeling like you're just going to be killed. Yeah. Because to me, that sounds very much like a Negan situation, where yeah. any savior tried to go up against him, he would instantly kill them, or have them killed. And now it seems to be the same thing with Pope, where if anyone were to say anything or try and get Pope to get off of that kid, that that person that was fighting for Bossy would probably also have the same fate. Yeah. But that's why I really liked Rick's group so much, because, yeah, Pope, or, yeah Rick didn't always agree with... The opinions of others sometimes, and it, it did seem like Rick was kind of the one it, that was it like. It turned into a, a dictatorship for a little it while. It did. It definitely did, but he was very open to other people's opinions at times if it yeah. worked. If it worked for the the greater good, basically, he wasn't one that was just going to kill somebody just because. Yeah. Again, I can't wait until we see. I think it's actually the episode before. Here's Negan, the one where Der- uh, Rick is trying to get Maggie to Hilltop the doctor oh and he keeps on getting blocked off oh man that whole that progressed Mm -hmm. really well like the suspense built up really well in that episode yeah i loved rick's demeanor yeah how how much it changed from the beginning of the episode to the end oh man you know like i see pictures i see pictures of rick online sometimes and i just love andrew lincoln so much too he's such a fantastic actor I miss him so much as Rick. Yeah. He was so great. When he would be terrified, you could see it in his eyes. His He would start crying, but not like snot. sobbing. I don't know how he oh my God, remember that the scene? snot yes. coming out of his face. Yes. Just on command. On command snot. Yeah. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> I wonder if that was embarrassing for Andrew Lincoln. If he was like, oh, come on, guys, you have to keep that in. I'm like, uh, yes, this is truly authentic. One. Yeah. Man, and I didn't Negan say something about that too? Wasn't he kind of grossed out no, by he, it? He didn't say anything. I know they had like a meme of Negan saying oh, that's something about right. it. That's right. What are your thoughts on after this whole exchange at the end with the fire and everything with Pope? Do you feel that Daryl should try and trust Leia a little bit more? Just because he might be like, I need to get Leah, Leia, Leah, sorry, out of here because this is an unsafe place for her to be. Yeah. She could be the next one in the fire pit. We don't know. I think he's picking up a little bit on the fact that she, I mean, especially when she, uh, Pope threw, t- not Turner, threw Bossy into the fire. Mm-hmm. I think she has her doubts. Yeah. About Pope. Yeah, I think she might be questioning some things at the moment. 
And I wonder if she was already starting to question some things when she was thrown into that room with Daryl and locked in there. Yeah. Like, if it kind of crossed her mind as though, well, geez, he's just willing to just throw me away like that? What if Daryl couldn't get me out? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if she's going to start processing some things differently. Yeah, if if Pope starts offing, you know, more of the Reapers on his own, like, how, how long are they going to keep the loyalty of... Of how long is he going to keep the loyalty of the rest of his reapers? Yep. Well, it kind of reminds me of Negan in that sense where it wasn't even people wanted to follow Negan. It was just the fear of Negan. Yeah. That's why they followed him. And I I wouldn't want to Some be that of them, kind of leader. Others, others he definitely played into. Mm-hmm. Like, he played into their ego a yeah. lot. Yeah. Like, you are you're a certified Badass. You know, like, <laughs> oh, like Eugene like, and stuff? Eugene, yeah, yeah. yeah well, he Eugene's, definitely played Eugene yeah. really well. Yeah. Um, um, but then Eugene played him, too. He did. Oh, man, Eugene. I love him so much. We've talked about him in previous podcasts yeah. with just how great he did with being at the Commonwealth and stuff. Oh, I can't wait to do the next podcast and talk more about when they go to the Commonwealth because we saw the trailer for the next episode of The Walking Dead, so we're excited to talk about that one. Yeah, so I think that does it for this episode. I mean, it was a pretty straightforward episode. Mm-hmm. Followed one character, one group throughout the entire thing. It didn't jump jump between multiple groups or anything yeah. like that. So yep. it's pretty cut and dry. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of our Dead Talk. As we discussed The Walking Dead Season 11, Episode 4, titled Rendition. Tune in to our next podcast when we discuss The Walking Dead Season 11, Episode 5, titled Out of the Ashes. We hope you'll tune in. Bye. Bye.